So one of the biggest questions we're asked these days is, you know, where's the market today? You know, how's it looking for 2024? And when is the best time to prepare myself to sell my company? Um, and our phones are ringing with all these questions. Um, and today I thought we'd talk a little bit about the state of the market, give you a sense where we see it in 2023 today, what we are planning on or our observations for 2024. And of course, when's the best time to hit the street, right? So 23 has been an interesting year. There's a number of dynamics uh, affecting the market. I mean, you may read in the Wall Street Journal, uh, local papers, uh, magazines that, you know, M&A deal flow is down. And it is down. And it's down for several reasons. Um, in no particular order, obviously interest rates are up. So the cost of capital is more. So that's affecting valuations. If you can even get the financing. Um, the stole some issues with the supply chain, uh, people, a little bit disruption. So not quite sure how that's going to affect my business long-term. Do I have too much inventory? Do I not have enough inventory? You know, what's the proper amount of inventory? You know, those are kind of questions like, you know, normal business cycles. We haven't had a normal business cycle and like since pre pandemic. So these things are constantly on the mind of buyers and play into whether or not they want to do a deal. Um, inflation has a big impact. And of course, number one and two on the list are labor. Everybody, we have what, 6 million job openings of the last report. Uh, when it comes to skilled labor, there's probably bigger holes to fill in manufacturing and technology, et cetera. And that's a big concern to buyers. But the number one reason that we're hearing from the buyer community why deals have slowed down is that a visibility on what's ahead of us. If you dial back into the first quarter of 23, you know, there was major headwinds. Everything was kind of at a, almost at a standstill. We had the bank failures, rising interest rates. But the most important thing I just said was, is that no one could get a sense of where things were going to go, right? We're talking great recession again in the fourth quarter of 23 in the first quarter of 21, 23. So people are like, okay, let me see what happens. And then we're like, well, how's that going to affect 24? What's the geopolitical consequences of everything's going on in Ukraine and Europe and China, et cetera? All these things are kind of forming into the decision process of when, of how the buyers are approaching the market. The key thing, though, is, is that the money's still there and deals are still getting done. It's just the fact that the buyers are being more particular in the kind of deals they want to look at. So the level of due diligence that are, they're, uh, that are happening on deals is much more intense than it has been in the past. I mean, if you look back, you know, to 2019, it was an historic year for, for, for M&A. You know, valuations were up. Uh, Deals were getting, there was a supply of buyers. There was, there was so many buyers and so, so few sellers that the supply demand was really favored to seller, right? They had so much attraction, buyers coming at them. If they were able to, to process, get a much higher valuation than the current market will bear. And then the pandemic hit. And so everything kind of just went to a standstill. 
you know, and I can remember, you know, kind of sitting at my desk and I'm an M&A, right? So I'm like, I have no business right now. And I have no idea when it's going to turn. But I thought about it. I said, you know, everything cycles through. We're going to, you know, timing's everything. Everything cycles through. You know, we don't plan on a pandemic. I mean, recession, great recession, slow times, whatever. We didn't plan a pandemic. But that was a cycle where I'm sitting there. And frankly, that's when I developed the concept for this podcast, Ins Outs of Selling a Business. I said to myself, the market's going to turn back. And when it comes back, it's going to come back with a roar. And so how can I help the business owners? So I invested heavily in, in coming up with a podcast that provides information, brings in certain experts in certain fields to give you a knowledge base to work from when you're thinking about selling. People talked to me back and said, why are you doing this? Why are you spending this money? What are you doing? There's no market. But I knew it was going to come back, right? So in 23, it's been a slow market. But deals are getting done. We've been fortunate to close a couple of deals this year. We have a couple more we're hoping to close as well. But the fact is, is that certain economic trends, certain uncertainties have slowed it. Kind of normalize it, in fact. I mean, if you look back prior to like the mid, you know, 14, mid 2014, 15, 16, deal flow was kind of getting back to those levels or at those levels. The deals done in 19, throw away 20 because it was a pandemic year, but 21 and 22 were really historic levels of deal flow. So it's kind of getting back to like a normalization. And that's kind of where we are in 23. People have, you know, tend to have short memories. They don't think historically long-term. I mean, to kind of correlate it, if you look at it, interest rates are 7%. Mortgage, 7, 7.5%. When I took my first mortgage out, it was 14%. And then I refinanced to 10.5%. And then I got a 15-year mortgage at 7%, and I was thrilled. My parents in 1968, their mortgage was 7%. But people have short memories. They're looking for that cheap, cheap money, which is not going to come back anytime soon. So this is kind of the new environment that we're in. So how does that all play into 2024? Well, there's a buildup of sellers, not just families and close to the companies looking to go to market, but also all these quote-unquote institutional investors, private equity funds, they have bought multiple companies over many years. Some of these funds, you know, these funds that started in 2018 you know, you typically have a five-year hold. So what does that mean? I should be selling in 2023 to return my money to investors, but I'll probably wait and go to market in 2024. So what we're anticipating is, is that 24 is going to be a very active year in M&A. You have what we call the second half of the baby boomers, people that didn't sell prior to the pandemic or didn't sell in 21 or 22. And they said, you know what? It's my time. You know, I've got to the point now where certain members of the family don't want to come into my business uh, or one of my, my spouse is not, is not well. We want to do some traveling, whatever the reasons are. Uh, you're now, you know, in your mid to late 60s, maybe early 70s, and you say, I got to make an exit. So those, those companies are going to be coming to market. You're going to have these equity funds looking to sell off their portfolio companies coming to market. So there's going to be a lot of sell-side activity so what's going to happen is you're going to get, a, in my opinion, this is my opinion, you're going to get a, like an equalization. 
You're going to have a great big buyer pool and a great big seller pool at the same time. So you're going to see some more normalization. I mean, obviously, it's going to cause some um, valuation expectations to be tempered a bit um, due to the things we talked about, uncertainty, interest rates, et cetera. But a multiple that maybe this time last year, and I have st statistics on this, that would last year at this time maybe trade at a six to seven multiple is now trading at a five to six multiple. And I've looked at the services that we subscribe to or have access to, and they've shown that, that multiples have come down, kind of more normalized. Like I said, interest rates. A 7% mortgage was a great mortgage back in the day. Now it's not, but it is, right? We don't know. So what's going to happen in 24 is you're going to have a lot of buyers looking for deals, and a lot of sellers coming to market. So it's going to be an active market. Determining, you know, what the proper value is for your business is going to be how you approach it, right? Do you test a market? Do you hire an investment bank like Osage? Run an auction process, bring multiple buyers to the table at the same time in a competitive bidding process to, to, to work with them to increase the value, not just from a stand of the price, but also what else they bring into the table. Or do you try to go it alone, which we don't recommend? Uh, we've talked about in the last podcast, that's a, that will cause additional stress and anxiety in your life to you and your family, and you have no clarity of what the end game is going to be. So by testing the market, you're going to see what the market's willing to bear right now. And from your perspective, you're going to become a well-educated seller, what the, you know, understand what the market likes and dislikes about what you're doing, but you're going to have choices so you can make an informed decision whether I sell now or whether I wait. But 24 is going to be an active year in our opinion. And we see that. I get a lot of announcements coming out. Uh, I'll call uh, these institutional buyers. We were getting emails every day that they're hiring. We just made three promotions. We hired two people. They are gearing up for 2024. So we anticipate that confirming our belief that 24 is going to be an active market. And we're also hearing that from our peers as well. So that brings us back to when should I prepare to go to market? So from our opinion, you should be preparing now, right? The question is, when should you, when you, when you open your business, when should you, when should you prepare to sell it? The day you open it, you should start preparing to sell it, right? But today, if you're thinking about selling, it's going to take some time to get ready to sell. Prepare the proper documentation. The level of scrutiny, level of due diligence, the level of consultants from every angle coming at you to, 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 to do a complete MRI on your business is intense right now. And it's not going to change. That's the, that's the new normal. So you need to be prepared. You know, it's funny. My son, who works in the business, uh, has been with us, what, three years now? 26 years old, we were uh, on a panel uh, for a state of the market with a, with, with a couple different uh, groups up in uh, New Hampshire last week. And he was in the crowd and a business owner came up to him and says, what's the one thing I need to do to prepare my company for sale? And his response was, this is typical Philip, get your financial house in order. You know, I couldn't say it better myself. 
That's number one, right? Get your financial house in order. And I was you know, really proud of him for saying that because he's learned from observing us and being involved in three, three and a half years that that's number one. If your financial house is not in order, you're not, you are at the mercy of the buyer retrading the deal to their benefit. So when you prepare for sale, now's the time. Whether you're doing it today, whether you want to go to market the first quarter of 2024, or you want to go to market 25 or even 26, make sure you're taking those steps. And if it is 24, you shouldn't wait to 24 to get ready. You should be getting ready now. We are talking to a client and his financials, he's got two different companies, two different year ends. He's selling him as one entity. And so we've, we've had several meetings with, with him and he understands that we need to show these numbers on a consolidated basis for the three prior years, the trailing 12 months for this year. He's getting his accountant involved. He's going to hire a firm to kind of opine on the numbers, make sure they're right. But he understands that the planning process starts now. You know, Osage is a relationship-driven firm. And we're, we're trying to help our clients or potential clients be properly prepared. So we're not like, oh, let's just go to market, see what happens. It's like take those planning steps, right? Make sure that you are, uh, you got the right attorney, you got the right estate attorney. You've looked at the tax implications. You have the right accounting firm. You have the right, you've, you've done your planning for wealth management. And you've hired the right investment bank to represent you. And once you have all that in place, then you will be in a position to hit the street. And that takes time to develop. So if you're thinking of going to market, whether it's now, 24, 25, whatever, Now's the time to get ready. As I said earlier, things cycle through. Things change. Timing's everything. But the one thing you can't change is time, right? I mean, we're all getting older. We're all growing. And at some point in time, you're going to have to exit your business. Everybody exits their business. 100%. How you do that, how you choose to do that, on your terms versus somebody else dictating the process is going to create the best value for you and your family long-term. So that's a little bit about state of the market. We're excited about 24 and beyond. We're excited about the last quarter of this year, frankly. So my name is Keith D., uh, President of OCS Advisors. Thank you for being with us today for our podcast, The Ins and Outs of Selling a Business. If interested, uh, you could subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, if you learn more about OCS Advisors, you, know, you can visit our website at osageadvisors.com. Any questions, feel free to email me at kdee at osageadvisors.com or pick up the phone and give me a call at 860-767-3273, extension 1001. Thanks again for being with us today and have a great day.